The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. And welcome to Moms Across America. I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald with my co-hosts, Vicki Tonkins and Samantha Goldberg. Today, we're going to continue talking about a very difficult subject. We're not going to talk about it too much, but we want to talk about safe, nonviolent alternatives to abortion. And we know that there's a a concerted effort right now. I know that there's a group named Jane's Revenge who is uh, connected uh, to a Jane's Collaboration, which is was formed um, in the 60s. A new group, Jane's Revenge, just formulated. I think it's a, a just another rendition of Antifa BLM, to tell you the truth. The same tactics are being used, targeting um, pro-life, pregnancy centers, churches, and other organizations. So today, I'm very excited to introduce to you Latrice Booker. She is uh, the director of the Hope Pregnancy Center in Philadelphia. She had her center attacked, and we want to talk to her a little bit just about that because I know (laughs) she is not going to be um, pushed down or to the side. She's a very determined woman and she's gonna continue to provide services like this to uh, the American public. So with that, Latrice Booker, thank you so much for being on Moms Across America today. Uh, We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. We definitely appreciate um, just being able to get some more um, awareness out um, on centers um, like ours and the type of work that we do. So they board, so you boarded up your windows um, after your center was vandalized. And I, I uh, read that you're more determined than ever to provide a, a nonviolent option for um, someone who may have gotten pregnant and is in um, kind of a predicament or in a crisis perhaps. Could you explain to us a little bit about what your services are and, and uh, where you're at today with all of this? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so Hope Pregnancy Center is located in Philadelphia, PA, um, right in near um, close by Center City. So we're like right in the heart of the city. Um, and we've been there for um, many, many years. Um, our founder and CEO, um, Herb Bless II, uh, started the center, I want to say back in 2008, 2009, and we've been ongoing since. Um, and our efforts are life affirming. So we uh, meet moms, families, fathers, whoever are calling that are finding themselves in places of in need of um, care, needing of pregnancy testing, counseling, um, ultrasounds. Um, and as well as resources as far as like, how do I move forward from this um, initial understanding that I'm pregnant? So we meet moms and families um, with that particular pregnancy test first. We do um, counseling at that time. We, you know, talk with parents to understand, you know, where they are in their lives. Um, Some 
know very much so that they are going to parent, but some are vulnerable in their thinking based off of their fears and their apprehensions of their resources. So we let them know that we do have um, places that we partner with, as well as our organization that tries to support um, women um, and families across, you know, the time span of not only pregnancy, but even as after life. Um, and then along with that, we get them set up and scheduled so that they can come back, meet with our nurse, and we do an ultrasound. Um, so this allows for families to be able to understand that, you know, life does begin in the womb, as well as understanding that we're life affirming, we're a holistic ministry. So we're here for the long haul in whatever way that we can. Um, that's one thing that uh, I know there's a lot of different pregnancy centers out there. But one thing that has been um, the staple of who we are and what um, Pastor Les has stood for is, you know, walking alongside them um, for the duration. If they need child care centers, we have an early childhood um, child care center. If they need wow. schooling afterwards, we have a schooling. I'm going to have a, a charter school. If it's uh, welfare to work and moms that need training for work, we or fathers that need training for work, we have programs um, and we've had programs um, through our organization, People for People. Um, so, you know, it just allows for us to be able to, you know, meet them in this place of crisis or unplanned um, for them. That's how they look at it. But instead of reacting um, out of fear, letting them know that hope is available to them. And here are the options towards that hope. That's um, excellent. Go ahead. I'm sorry. As it stands no, right no. now, after the attack, um, we've continued to move forward. Um, business is, you know, picking up more and more and families are calling because, you know, despite what people may think, we are a center that really helps families. We help them um, in the trenches. We help them when they need the support. And our stance is always going to be um, from a biblical perspective. We're going to always love the family and take care of those that are the least of these. If you don't mind, um, Samantha, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here just a little bit. One of the things that's always important to me in, in talking to any of our guests is to find out just a little bit about them. And I know, um, you know, both of us being, you know, women of color, um, this has been a problem in our community for some time. And uh, so I guess my question to you, Ms. Booker, is how did you get involved with the pro-life movement and then become the director of the center, the whole pregnancy center? And how did that all evolve for you? So, um, yes. Uh, so I've been uh, connected or close by to it for from the start of it. Uh, I have been uh, a member of Greater Exodus, which pastor is the pastor over it um, for 20 plus years. And along with that, I've all, I always worked in healthcare. Um, just as a recent, it's still healthcare, it's just healthcare through ministry healthcare in such a way. So um, I've been connected to it. I've been able to see it. I'm a single mother. I've been a team mother. So I personally understand, you know, some of the things that some individuals are faced with and knowing that, you know, it doesn't stop there. Okay, this initial thing has happened, but we can move forward from this place. So I have a near dear understanding and perspective when it comes to that sense. Um, so that's how I've been able to, you know, get connected with the ministry and really just become the director. We were transitioning with directors um, and pastor felt the need that in his heart, God was leading him for to ask me to become that person. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Latrice, I, I just have, you know, um, obviously we have our viewers that might be younger 
And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I was wondering about is the actual process for someone who's not old enough to even drive a car. They get into that Mm -hmm. situation. What is the process they would go through if they became pregnant um, and were kicked out of their home? Um, How Mm -hmm. long does that process last for an individual who may or may not have a, a, a father who's involved? Um, so yes, we do have clients that um, come in that are underage. So we've had clients, um, just as a recent, I had a client that was 14 years old and um, we even helped to facilitate. She came in, she came in with her friends and we walked her through the entire process. And then we talked with her about making sure that she told her family, her parents, um, because she was very reluctant because of being out of fear. Um, so we facilitated a, a counseling session so that mom and daughter can come in together so that we can let family families know we're here. If for any reason we have families that have been threatened where their housing is going to be um, taken away from them, we have resources, maternity housing and things of that nature to make sure that they're not without um, placement of home. What happens after they've had the child and yet they're again, you have a 14 year old, you're going to help this 14 year old. Once she turns 15 and has the child, what's next? Because again, so, she's old enough to, to live on her own. So uniquely, um, that's where that holistic ministry comes in at. So uh, Greater Exodus partners with a corporation, corporation called Young Lives. And we are the North Ward um, location. And in fact, I am the coordinator of that particular um, program. So we partner with moms that are 21. We sometimes you know, try to help them up until even beyond, um, but 21 and under. So from that point, they're able to, you know, connect with other teen moms and we walk alongside them to equip them for motherhood, to equip them even for themselves to develop within, because they're still teenagers, they still need to learn certain things. So not only equipping them for parenthood, but also helping them to learn aspects of themselves so that they have that ongoing support. So that's why it's important, you know, like the ministry that we do here at Hope, it allows for us to have so many branches of uh, ways that we can come and be uh, be a a longevity of support. So you walk them through the adoption process. So there, obviously there are many teens that might have the child and realize at some point that they're just not able to keep the child for whatever reason. So So I just wanna clarify. So the Young Lives program, that's a program that helps parents that, young mothers that want to parent. Now, if someone wants to go forward with adoption, we have resources for that as well. So we make sure that they get connected for that. But for those, a lot of times in our community, most mothers sometimes don't want to go through the adoption. So we help them to learn how to parent, to give them the, the, the confidence and the edification and empowering them to become moms and fathers so that they can be able to care for their children, even at their young age, and learn how to get better and better with it as they grow older. Latrice, sorry to take up more time, but I remember growing up as a a child and my mother would say, you know, there's no such thing and no classes for perfect parents. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the program that would teach them how to become a better parent? Because I think a lot of parents could use that. Um, Yeah, so, and Hope Pregnancy actually has um, programming for life skills. So that's something else that we add add to our programming, parenting classes. Nobody is going to never have parenting down pat. 
Um, we learn day to day. Um, our children, they're different at adolescence compared to teenager and young adults compared to babies. So it's a it's an ongoing thing as you begin to be patient with yourself. You learn what you can, you maximize that area of need. And then as time goes on, you begin to learn the next thing. Um, but it's honestly just being confident. It's also just being aware and just taking your time to learn and be gracious to yourself um, because nothing, we will never get to a place of perfection. Right. Is there a curriculum that you've kind of put together for these particular people so that they kind of understand the process or is it something at like a classroom setting or how do, exactly does that work? It all depends on honestly what the feel is and what the need is for those individuals for that month. It can be in a small group setting. Um, we always will make sure that they have like pamphlets and literature and resources, but that's very blanketed. Um, you have to definitely personalize things because people relate to the personalization in such a way. So it all depends on that particular month and that particular topic. It can be through different means. It can be through interactive um, study. It can be through an uh, open discussion. Um, it all depends, um, but we make it unique to our clients. Well, this has been a, um, a great first half. We're gonna have to take a quick break. We have Latrice Booker here We're from the Hope Pregnancy Center. Uh, she's the director and uh, fascinating. It's, it's amazing. I have to admit, I don't really know too much about what pregnancy centers do. So I'm getting an education here. This is Kathleen Fitzgerald with Moms Across America. We'll be right back um, after a short break. Thank you. Also, before we leave, you can go and get your free copy of uh, the Constitution and other literature, great documents, and getmyconstitution.com. That's getmyconstitution.com. Get your free copy uh, today. Thank you. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, executive producer of programming for Blacks and White Network. We are pleased to offer the opportunity to express yourself on important issues of the day. We are launching BNW Free Speech Question of the Week. Every Monday, we will ask you, our listeners, a single question, and you vote the answer to the question. You will have an opportunity to vote a simple yes or no, and if you want, you can share more about the answer on the website. We will encourage open discussion about the issues. On Saturday, we will announce the vote results. So stay tuned. Watch for the launch of B&W Free Speech. what happened you know we've all heard the the news reports about how uh, pregnancy centers are being attacked all across america and uh, we understand that that is what happened at hope pregnancy center so can you kind of walk us through Ms. Booker, um, what happened uh, do you know who was involved in the situation where you guys are now with uh, reopening uh, if you could just kind of walk us through that situation Sure. Um, so um, early June, um, a little bit before all of the media, I mean, it was going on, but before anything really was um, changed within the um, laws and everything. Um, one morning, someone decided to smash all our windows, all of our doors in, ex with the exception of one. Instead, on that particular one, they tagged it with unidentified graffiti. Um, so we later learned, uh, maybe like a few days later, some anonymous group online 
kind of took ownership of, you know, what they did um, in such a way was trying to, I guess, intimidate or try to, you know, alert us to not do what we are doing there at the center um, and just kind of saying they call themselves the anti-hope brigade, um, which is very um, disheartening. But um, so they, 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 they were, this, this was their efforts to um, try to silence the work that we were doing or are doing because we're still currently doing. Um, but their efforts uh, went to nowhere because we have continued to move forward. Um, even at that time, we had to get our windows boarded, as you mentioned, um, and our doors boarded. Um, and just, you know, that never deterred um, the staff, that never deterred the clients, that actually increased um, more people um, for calling out, needing the resources, needing help. Um, so things have just continuously picked up and just continued to move forward. So their attacks um, actually worked in our favor um, rather than not in our favor. That's wonderful. I know for me personally, my family and I have been involved in pregnancy centers, both when we lived in another state and now here, what we have uh, involved in. And I know you had mentioned um, having an event um, you know, for a pregnancy center. I've been to many of those and made donations. Can you tell us a little bit about that, what that does for the center, and and uh, that would be great to let people know what's going on. Yes, thank you for that, and thanks for supporting your local um, pregnancy centers. That really is a great help. Um, so, um, as you mentioned, yes, we do have a, a, an event coming up September 29th. It's our annual banquet. It is um, going to be held at 6.30, excuse me, at Drexel Brook. And you can find that information actually where um, all of our donors are able to uh, donate, which is called multiplyhope.life. Again, multiplyhope.life. And there you'll find information regarding our event that's on, um, upcoming um, with the speaker information and the timing. And it also allows for you to um, be a sponsor or um, a donor for ongoing purposes. I will say that even with this attack that we recently had, so many people have long, um, heard about it over the cross of the United States. And we've been getting cards from individuals that have never set foot in our center, never heard about our center. Um, we've been getting prayers. We've been getting money, donations. And we are a nonprofit, so we function off of donations. So we um, definitely invite you, if you want to learn more about it, to, to go to our website, to, you know, just research and look over it. And if you can make it out, if you're in the tri-state area, um, okay to travel up in PA, uh, we would love for you to come and be a part, um, be a, a guest at our, our banquet that's coming up on September 29th at the Drexel Brook. And you'll find all that information at multiplyhope.life. So when I was doing some research, I'm going to jump right in. I uh, came across Elizabeth Warren's statements. Uh, it looks like, you know, you're going up against the establishment, um, the, you know, anti-life establishment. Elizabeth Warren was uh, out there saying, um, we need to shut these centers down. Uh, they're torturing people. They wish them harm. Now, that doesn't sound appropriate or the truth at all. That's not what's going on, folks. Uh, these people that are are targeting these centers, uh, it's, I don't know, it's like some sort of satanic death cult, hate to say that on the show, but that's really what it seems to me to be. So we really appreciate all the work that you're, you're doing. 
I know that you're creating relationships and you walk with them through, through everything. You can even give them baby showers and all this stuff. So I'm really impressed. And it's, it's very inspiring. Now, um, how are you connected? I like Sister Walker. I found her. She seems like a real powerhouse. And then Marling um, Downing. Now, these two ladies, they're associated with with your, the, you, this is the center, the Hope Center and your mission. Um, and it's doc, it's Reverend Dr. Uh, Herb Lusk, right? He, he's part of the deal too. It almost looked like there were two different centers, but actually it's all one. And um, tell me a little bit about sister, uh, the sister. Oh, yes. Um, Sister Walker is a staple. She's been there from the start. So she's been there um, from the moment that, you know, Pastor shared that he was opening up a center. Um, and yes, Herbert Lust II, um, ex-Eagles player, um, he left um, playing football to, you know, go forward in ministry. And this yeah. is just the extent of how much ministry God has allowed to really come to fruition through his obedience and dedication. Um, Marlene was our past um, director. She's no longer there. She's out doing some really great things, still in the pro-life movement. So we definitely appreciate, you know, just her and the things that she's been able to go forward. But now I have that baton to, you know, move this thing ahead um, as the director. But Sister Walker is still there. She's um, still showing up. And we pray in the center. We continue to encourage mothers and families. And we continue to just, keep the mission um, to, to our thought process, to move, move ahead with life affirming, just constantly you know, letting parents and families know we're here, hope is available to you. And we want to make sure that when you leave us, you leave with a different continent, you leave with a different heart um, of you know, just knowing that I have um, support. Even if it's extended support, I know that I have support. Who wants to jump in, Sam? Oh, I I was more curious to know much about the fundraising portion to go back into that. Is it is it the Catholic ministries or how exactly do more people support your facility? And have you planned on expanding or working with others throughout the United States so that people know that there are other places besides just Philadelphia? I'm I'm actually from the tri-state, so. Are you all work together under the same name or is it just different clinics or do you find that you are very different than everything else that's around you right now? So we are a separate entity. Um, it is, you know, we have sisters and brothers, meaning organizations that, you know, we come alongside with, rather it be the pro-life union, rather it be the pro-life federation, other Catholic um Catholic ministries and things of that nature. But we're not a Catholic ministry. We are Baptist. Um, but as far as fundraising, that comes from people like you and me and our family, our extended families or organizations that, you know, begin to love into the, the heart of the mission and, and are moved to, you know, put their dollars and their time and efforts into something that is positive. Um, so that happens through our banquets, our annual banquets. Um, people come in and never knowing anything about the ministry and learning more about it and then feeling moved to begin to be a regular donor. Um, people that are very much connected with our pastor, they um, also are, you know, wanting to, you know, be in partnership. 
So it can come from many different ways. Um, just being able to, you know, have large corporations, they try to, you know, put funding where they can, grants where they can. Um, but people like you and I, we actually are the ones that keep it going daily because, you know, everybody that decides to say, you know what, I'm going to give $100, $500, even the person that gives $25. If, we're, if we have 10, 20, 50, 100 people that are doing that, that begins to build up that amount. I mean, we think that, oh, this little bit isn't enough, but, you know, that $100 from 100 people, that, 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 that spreads out a lot. And that allows for many women to have ultrasounds, that allows for us to have diapers to provide to our families and clothing and car seats and, and, and strollers and the list goes on because these are things that we're doing on a daily basis. So to answer your question with a very long answer, um, it can happen from just simply from each and every one of us. I'm just really making the decision and the choice to say, you know what, I'm going to be a part of funding this particular um, this particular movement. I'm going to have a, a very difficult question to ask you here, and I'm not sure if this is something that you do already, but with the Planned Parenthood facilities, have you ever thought to partner with them for those people that um, would like to keep the child? Um, do they do you work together so that you can formulate more pro-life for these people who feel that they have no options? Like working together, do you know what I'm saying? They could that could stop a lot of what's happening with you know abortions and such, and knowing that there's an option. I mean, they do speak about it at Planned Parenthood, but I don't know how much further it goes than that. Um, so. That would be a nice thing. However, Planned Parenthood and our mission are totally not aligned. Um, Planned Parenthood, um, are their goal, they'll mention it. I'm, I'm, and I'm not in their offices, so I don't want to speak or misspeak for them. But their, their mo moment is not to life affirm. They're more choice, choice. And we, we're very firm in our decision. Now, we're available and we, we make parent, we make people, um, individuals know that we do not refer or provide for abortions, but we do not convince or manipulate. Um, we let them know what we're here. Um, however, when it comes to those particular type of organizations, they're very firm in where their standing is. And that's okay if that's for them, but that does not work for hope. Hope has to stay very biblically um, based and founded on the biblical principles um, so that we can make sure that we're staying pure and um, true to who we are so our integrity reflects that. Yeah, I wanted to just jump in here and say that when I was doing some research that you had mentioned there that you're a trusted provider and I know that Planned Parenthood is, uh, you know, profiting off abortions. I know that. And so anyone that chooses uh, the Hope Center or these pregnancy centers, um, especially the Hope Center, you, know, you state on there that you're a safe place that will not profit from the mother. I really love that part. Just wanted to say that to everybody out there, moms across America. Yes, and that is very true because all of our services are free. We even have you know, clients that are calling in and saying, hey, I don't have insurance. I don't have anything. So we want to make sure that they find the doctors that they need that also um, provide, you know, services that are low cost or no cost, you know, so it's, it's, a, it's very much that, you know, we want to take away all of the crisis factors in such a way so that they will not have to like to eliminate that in such a way. Well, Ms. Booker, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you coming on. And I'm just going to make a personal plug here. It's always 
wonderful for me to see other black people involved in the pro-life movement because we have been negatively negatively affected by abortion more than any other group in America. So folks, please remember multiplyhope.life to find out more information about the center, more information about your upcoming event, because when you're a nonprofit, having people to come in and, and, and give those donations is powerful. And you'll be amazed at what nonprofits can do with $25. Uh, <laughs> I know what that's like. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the wonderful work you're doing. And we appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day, ladies. Thank and thanks again for having us on. Thank you. And moms across America, always remember, you are America. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.